Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Ashley Dallas won two Golden Guitar Awards last year and backed it up this year by winning the Golden Guitar for Traditional Country Album of the Year for her her most recent album, In the Moment. Ashley hasn't rested on the laurels of that, however, because she has brand new music, a single called Take a Minute. We're going to talk about it. Hi, Ashley. Hello again. Thank you for having me on again. I love it. It's always nice to catch up. It's great to talk to you. And firstly, congratulations to you and to your father, Brett who was your producer for In The Moment. How special was it to win a golden guitar with him? Look, it's um, we've been fortunate. This is the second time we've won that category. And to be honest with you, it feels just as special as the first time we won that together. To, um, to create music and to share so much, you know, vulnerability as well and, and creating is always, um, you know, it's a raw and honest kind of, thing that we get to do and to both have that recognition this year it's just very humbling and awesomely special yeah um i I presume he was there on the night i have well i've seen a photo of him so yes he was there it must be really cool actually just to sit there and think oh my dad and i did that you know in front of all these people you know yeah look it it just makes me go to um i know what we have is very special i know that also who work so closely with my family and we are a very close family as well outside of business um which I think is why they do work so well together in our case um and it just is really nice I believe in my dad so much and I know he could have um he's always kind of been more in the in the band for his dad or um in his you know he hasn't pushed out as much on his own artistry and he found his voice within producing I think and um it's just really awesome to see him win that obviously I was up for a four this year and someone asked me if you could only choose one and I was like well I I never expect to win any let me just put that out there as well (laughs) because I think it's just awesome to be nominated um but that was the one I said if we could win one um and only one it would be one where I get to share that with my dad and um and it just is really lovely to to have the album recognised. That's the whole entire body of work. And I feel like that was a big win for my musicians that played on it as well. And all those sleepless nights in our own little houses going, I hope what we're doing is, you know, is, I hope people feel what we feel when we release this. So it was a very special night in January, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, as I said at the top, you won last year as well. Now, I think this is a very hard thing to pull off, winning two years in a row. And as you said, you never expect to win. And you probably really didn't expect to win two years in a row. And it was for a different category from last year because you didn't have an album out last year. So it's just to acknowledge, it's like a triple axle jump for an ice skater, I think. <laughs> I want to take that for my bio. That is fantastic because that is something I cannot do. Um, but <laughs> triple axle jumping was, yeah, feels like it's almost like a skip, hop and jump in long jump. But um, <laughs> look, it, I, I, to be honest too, I don't think winning at the 50th sunk in fully either. It wasn't until we were kind of, you know, we talk about it a lot and we obviously talk about it at shows, but 
having Tamworth back in January, it felt really special and also very quick because it wasn't the full 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And it's just, yeah, you do, when you've grown up to knowing that that is the night of nights, that's your pinnacle for your industry, um, I, t- I take that it's, it's a huge honour to be, yeah, a winner in any year. But um, just to add to the tally and, and to win that again, yeah, two years in like to win two years in a row. My kid inside, my inner kid was is is still going. <laughs> <laughs> um, particularly because you know you were flying through the air in that triple axle. Uh, so <laughs> but I do like it's it is to acknowledge that the the technical difficulty in doing it, which is that you have to produce music to a certain standard in consecutive years to the point where your peers recognise you. So it's not a question, but it's just to say, yeah, it may look like, oh, Ashley Dallas has won again. It's quite hard to do. In fact, it's very hard to do. And there are a lot of artists out there. Um, There are a lot of people who would enter those awards because it's a lot of music produced every year. Um, So, yeah, congratulations to you again. But I imagine on the night itself, you don't necessarily get to sit there and say, oh, this is great because you have to go backstage and there are photos and interviews and all sorts of things happening. Yeah, you get whisked away pretty quickly from the moment of having your name announced. You've kind of got to gather yourself to be able to get some words together to accept that moment. And then the minute that you walk out the back, it's straight into media and and on that photo wall and with this year, actually, I must admit, the media and the team out the back were really respectful too because the our category was announced just before the Emorium section was oh, okay. um, on as well and my dad and I took a moment out the back, which I think was really lovely for us to do because that featured my nan who we lost uh, last year. Mm-hmm. So even in that moment too, it was like you, you go from this huge adrenaline into back into a reality as a family mm-hmm. and then back into talking about an achievement that is just um so amazing to to get so it took a while to it, it's again we make sure as a family though that so post festival we had a celebratory dinner um and had some time to sit and reflect on it and I'm coming up to 10 years this coming festival since the very first golden guitar I won um and we just have been taking some time as well to reflect on what has been happening in that 10 year time and also to feel really proud I think that's something as uh adults that we don't really stop and do as much because you know there's always something else to do Mm -hmm. and there's always the next thing mm-hmm. um, and I'm trying to be really mindful of just stopping and taking some time and and looking at where we were and what we've done and, and appreciating that whole point to where we are now. Because it is wild when you think about that decade, uh, not only were there the COVID years, which are a significant chunk of that decade, but you had two children um, mm-hmm. and you produced quite a bit of music in that time. And so I, when you say, oh, it's 10 years, I think, but you actually have fit a lot into those two <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to know why now I have grey hair in my eyebrows. <laughs> well, because, yeah, it, it really feels, um, and I was re- like recording music obviously before um, as well, that win of Qantas Link New Talent of the Year in 2014. I've been recording um, in and out of the studio since I was about 
13 and my first EP I released was at age 15. So the years before that, it's just that's why I just feel so comfortable though on stage and performing and writing because it's just kind of been my whole, it's always been there. Um, But, yeah, when you sit back and actually look at what the last 10 as a snapshot, it's like, wow, okay, goodness gracious. (laughs) Yeah, it's been jam-packed. Um, and also because your eldest daughter Harriet is of an age to appreciate what you do because she likes to join you on stage so I'm really curious to know if she understands what the awards are oh she's got her own idea about the awards she certainly is very swept up in um in music she loves music she thinks uh I think she, she reminds me actually of my own childhood thinking that this is just how everyone kind of functions (laughs) that she goes back to preschool and and asks other people what what festival did they sing at um so and she she was very much a part of um this year's awards as well knowing like that how many I was up for and what they were for and how we've worked towards them um and she thinks it's pretty cool that yeah there's the golden guitars sitting there at the end of the kitchen on our hall runner um and but in the same sense she's still a beautiful kid she doesn't quite she said to me oh I'm gonna win one Uh, I'm gonna probably sing my song and or or twinkle twinkle little star and I'm like so there's so much innocence and beauty there which is um really endearing (laughs) no doubt she will I have every confidence that Harriet will end up doing (laughs) she's she's already writing her own little like um songs and little tunes Um, and I've been really trying to capture those as well. I'm writing them down as she's singing them or trying to get the voice recorder out just to have as little snapshots back because she's constantly, yeah, singing along. And even when though um, we've just released, obviously, this new single, it was funny, the first time she heard that on the radio in the car of the weekend, she goes, Mum, is this your new song? And I was like, yeah, darling, this is my new song. She goes, I've been listening to this song for a while. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that in a tone of you need more new material? Was it that kind of? Thing? Yeah. I'm like, just just let me have this moment for a little while that it's yeah. new. <laughs> Bless. I'm, and I'm sure your parents are, are watching her thinking, oh, here we go again. Like this is what Ashley is. <laughs> My mum is always looking at me going like, <laughs> you wanted just a snapshot of what you were like it, here it is right here um and it's the same thing one of the most common questions I've been asked throughout my part of you know being an artist and and trying to get my own footprint within what my family did and, and making my own thing one of the major questions all the time was did you ever feel pushed into music and I was like no never at all like I, I, I am aware that I was fortunate to have a stage and an access to creativity and if I wanted to be on stage it was always welcomed Mm -hmm. but it was never ever like you have to follow in our footsteps and I'm seeing that natural love Harriet's getting and just how much she is just so into it all um and it is really nice to know that's the same like that's how I I saw music because this beautiful big exciting thing and every artist that she meets now she thinks they're like an extended part of she calls Luke O'Shea Uncle Luke and (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, it's um, it's really hum- It's really grounding for me too with where we're at and what I want to keep doing with music. I think that's been the best thing about blending my experience with becoming a mum and still being a creative professional worker all the time is is that balance and how they keep me very grounded yeah um now uh I think Harriet was is a big factor in the new song take a minute because that stems from something that you've said to her but I did want to mention that when we spoke last year you said you were working on some new music and you had quite a bit of it but you have really come up with some new music because this song is not on the album. It is completely new. Um, so you did get your back, dad back into the studio pretty swiftly. <laughs> yeah. We really, I really haven't let him out of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> We're lucky we really like it in the studio. Um, I've, the last kind of that COVID lockdown, you know, part, once I got over the, the total change in the travel and what my, job schedule looks like um I I focused on what I could control and that was just trying to still be creative at what was in my reach and that was just to write and to write as much as I could and um and we made in the moment and as soon as we'd kind of started finalizing the last bits of in the moment I said to dad um I've got a whole bunch of new songs um and I'm really excited about them. I know, and I am still, there's still so much life in, in the moment as well, which is, yeah. the, it's still doing its thing, which is great. And it's still getting lots of traction and we're planning on touring that as well. But with how much I've been writing, I, I kind of need to keep releasing this new stuff as well. Otherwise the next, <laughs> I kind of got books and books and books of lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and uh, yeah, there's there's no rule book really, particularly when you're not on a schedule that's set by a record company. I mean, you can put songs out whenever you want to. Yeah, and I think um, I've really learned to yeah capture when creativeness is there as well. And I've realised, I think I might have even said this to you before. I realised um, I need I need this part in my life to then balance me out to be the best mum or to be the best partner and all that I need those things all kind of filling the cup to to function um and writing and getting into the studio I I love it so much and because traveling we are doing a lot more touring this year which is really exciting but it does look different when you have kids you can't always be out on on the road constantly or um and also because my hubby he works and keeps down a full-time job as well that schedule doesn't always allow me to go out and just tour for you know months on end so I feel like I can keep also sharing so much by releasing new music and and I just love it so if as long as dad will keep on um letting me into the studio (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure now the title of the song um can be read a couple of ways so it's it's as you said to Harriet I'll just take a minute you know you know I'll just be a minute but also it's a reminder to take a minute and stop. So when did you get the spark for the song? So this would have been um, recording in the moment when I had this. I did a trip to Darwin. Uh, It was kind of in that lockdown. It was one of the only trips that I did during COVID, I I guess, in that. I know COVID still exists, but in that real brink of stuff. Um, And it was a musical trip. And I actually started to write the verse while I was 
on the plane heading to Darwin. And I just found myself in that week leading up, um, Harriet was, you know, Harriet is, I think any kids, kids are busy um, and busy minded. (laughs) And, you know, I work from home with my music and all of that stuff as well. And I just found myself saying to her, like when she'd come over and and be like, mum, mum, come look at this Play-Doh. And because I was writing charts and getting ready to go away, I was kind of, yeah, darling, I'll be there in a minute. I'll be there in a minute. And I found myself just saying that in my own space a little too much. Um, And I just realised too that a minute to a child or a minute, it it can slip that whole moment of what was so important Mm. to her yeah, it can change or it can be gone. It might have been that there was a cool butterfly on the window that she'd been waiting to see. or So that whole song idea came into my headspace and I guess, you know, I got on the plane to, to go to Darwin and I had a little bit of that mum guilt anyway of going away and um, but also at the same time really excited to be going away and playing music. So I wrote down the idea of, and it was kind of the first few lines of that chorus. I said verse, but it was a chorus. And um, and then I took the idea to Mike Carr and just explained that whole notion of sometimes that minute you don't take it and you lose so much more than essentially just stopping the clock for a little bit to to just absorb whatever that is. Um yeah, so that's how this song evolved. Yeah. I'm interested that you took it to Mike Carr. It's the first time you've written with Mike. Um, so I'm wondering what prompted that. I've had, um, I've got a few people on my list of people I've always wanted to write with and Mike was one of them. And and we've always, you know, we've done events together or festivals and, and we talk and we get on really well as well. And each time we've kind of cross paths we've always made that comment back we really should write one day and I must admit I go into over analyzing of like don't be annoying everyone's got their own things going on <laughs> they don't probably need you you know going hi um yeah they don't want to work with the gold guitar winner Ashley it's really obvious like you would be the last person they would be interested in writing a song with <laughs> uh, damn over fingers so um once I realized I wasn't going to get to the right space to finish this song in the way that I wanted it to be finished I um I just thought why not reach out to Mike um and see if he'd be interested in writing and of course when we lined that up we talked at the start of the session of like what ideas or do you have any ideas in particular and um, and I said I had this idea that's been haunting me a little bit about it, and um, it was it was really great actually. It was a really natural kind of just a conversation between two people that we could just then keep penning down as we were talking, and we got this song out of it, which is awesome. Um, and I look forward to writing again with Mike now that I'm over my fear of sending email. <laughs> But I'm interested that you said you weren't in the right space to finish it. So is that something that you just felt or did it, like, did it feel like a blockage? You were trying to finish this song and there was just some barrier and you know yourself well enough now as an artist to know that you shouldn't try to push past that. It's time to bring in someone else. Yeah, I, I just I tried to sit down and finish it a couple of times and or try and advance from where my idea was and I just wasn't getting getting there it was either two I think um and I have learned to read that with me sometimes 
I'm I'm quite a quick writer normally in when the idea's there and I can have that I can be quite finished. I also can write. I've learnt to write around the normal house chaos of you know kids and dinner time. Like I can still finish. So when I realised those things aren't coming, but I still believed in the idea enough, um, I knew that yeah I needed some extra input to take me away from that space that I just wasn't getting back. I wasn't getting back to the magic of that first few moments that I had with the song. Um, and I just wanted someone else's perspective as well um, onto that and what taking a minute for somebody else might look like as well. Because I think um, obviously my listeners are very used to me being quite a family orientated person. And I think all of my songs and my stories, you know, will always come back to that as a core. But I do think it was great writing with Mike as well, who shares those same aspects as well, but his different view on them made then that song come a bit bigger than what I would have probably finished it as. Yeah. And also he's got a great ear for melody, as do you. So it's he's, he is a great collaborator, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it was really great. And I and that's so true too, the melody with it. I remember in the second verse of the song actually, um, so much of that second verse was really driven by Mike's import as well and, and how it's actually melodically, um, it doesn't have as many line phrases as the first verse and him saying like why, why we should do that and taking my um, formats out of like, well, no, the first verse looks like this. So the second verse should be that, you know, mirror that. And um, so it was a really great experience actually. And um, and that's when I knew I needed to record it as well. And it felt like once in the moment was completed, I knew that this was the first song to release after that right. because it just felt like the perfect kind of pairing. I've told everyone to be in the moment with the song spinning around. It felt like kind of it felt attached but, the new start as well into hmm. the next chapter. Yeah. Well, now that uh, it's been released and you said that, you know, you've you've taken other songs to your father, I had this idea of him kind of with like a little safe in the studio. He's just socked away some Ashley Dallas <laughs> songs that are already recorded, going to draw one out at a time. How many are in there waiting to come out? <laughs> three <laughs> albums worth already recorded. There's a few. <laughs> Well, put it this: we've been in the studio this week again, so um, okay. it, it's just—it's really. Um, I'm—I know that this might not be the way that I can create music forever, but it's—it's um, been really exciting in that sense of being able to go. Um, yeah, we've got this album out that we've you know worked on and been proud of, but that the next part is already formed as well, um, and it's just. Again, I, I have been challenging myself with writing and trying to just keep those wheels in motion and, and trying to evolve my writing as well as when I'm growing as a person. And I think it's, uh, yeah, it's I know how we work together, Dad and I, and with my family involved and how we've set up our business, et cetera. It is, I do feel very fortunate of what we've built Mm-hmm. as well so I'm able to go in and express and and keep recording and sharing because you you know as a writer you, you write something and that's the best thing you've ever written when you really believe in it so when you keep writing all these songs you, you need to share them quite quickly so <laughs> you don't 
so you don't get lost away from the they were actually really good songs yeah 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 so you know, I think the, the new thing is the shinier thing but it makes me I mean there were all these rumors that Prince had had all this music that he'd recorded at Paisley Park and just socked away and when you were talking about your music last year and saying you know because your father's studio is quite close to you I was thinking like this is like Paisley Park but in Tamworth <laughs> she's just socking away the music <laughs> gonna doll it out <laughs> It's that's, that's a good analogy. I think too, it's making me be really conscious as well because I have been writing so much. Um, I've really sat down as well and I've gone, okay, what do I want now that I have written? Because um, I'd never like to think of what I'm going to do next of where it's going to sit or what theme should I be singing about or or what's the sound. Like I want the songs and my them to be a timepiece of what felt really nice to create at that moment. Um, but having the luxury now of writing so much in all of these songs, I have been able to sit down and go, okay, well, let's look at what songs really embody and, you know, complement one another to be a body of work as mm-hmm. well. And and then also, yeah, getting those ones and saying, okay, are, they are a great song or that does feel like a great message, but it doesn't feel like that's the next thing to be saying. So let's put them in the safe. Yeah. <laughs> the Paisley Park safe, yes. <laughs> yeah. But, if, but you know, it gives you options as well for what you want to release. You don't have to record to release. You're actually just, you can look at it strategically, I think and decide what's going to work best flowing on from the previous single. Yeah, and I think too it's a really good way to keep understanding and learning things about your art as well when you can create and record and hear things back and and push. Then I go in and I go, oh, that vocal, I think think I've got it in me to take that. I want to feel that a bit more. That So I'm really loving this process so much and how it's evolving all aspects of my art and then how I want to bring that to a show and um yeah and just keep lifting and growing I think that's the that's the key of music and art is growth and and knowing that there's still so much more to learn about what makes you tick as an artist yeah it's not it's not always the mindset though of artists to continue to learn and grow I think there is a temptation to think well I've I have these awards I've done really well I'm just going to keep doing this over and over again because it's convenient and safe mm-hmm. um, but for you it's almost like you know the more you've added to your life with children and marriage and all sorts of other things the bigger your arts become the more your imagination has expanded yeah I, and I I must admit I was worried then too that I would when I first became a mum and that whole thing, I, I was worried about what and how my creativity might have, you know, changed. Um, and I was like, will I ever find time to write? <laughs> but I've really learnt a lot about myself and, and and how I can write and how it can look so different. And um, And I think I've just kind of grabbed at that I haven't I've I've now gone to with things when I am trying to be creative um of not saying no to the idea as well and just letting it fall out and and knowing as well a song that I'm writing at the time it might be because I need to actually write that it might not be because it's actually a song that Ashley Dallas would sing but I still need to write that song for some reason whereas um 
once upon a time in my creative process, I would have gone, oh, I don't want to, why am I trying to write that song? I wouldn't sing that song. But I just have really, I really love being able to create. And, yeah, the imagination has run wild and sometimes I'm letting it run wild because I'm absorbing, I'm taking a minute to absorb what the kids are into and it makes my mind go wacky and go, ooh. <laughs> That's a cool idea for a song. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you, you're you not censoring yourself anymore, but you're still editing yourself because you're creating your output. So that's a, a really interesting balance because sometimes those things can be the same, censorship and editorship. Um, yeah, that's just a comment. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Though. No, but I think too it's becoming more content in who you are as in all aspects as well. And, and I've, just feel really um I felt that change from lighthouse to where we are with these like from that record on I really started to feel contentment um and I think that also helps you navigate as well your like on what you want to put out into the world as as your music and um I mean yeah I'm excited I feel like yeah take a minute is the perfect kind of it felt like the nice upbeat song as well that we needed as well to put out. And but there's some new songs that are coming as well that are um, I'm really excited about how and why they exist and and channeling those truths as well to to hopefully connect. That's the best thing is to connect it to someone else's story as well. Mm. Now, you mentioned doing some shows and one of the things you are doing this year is getting the band back together with Luke O'Shea. <laughs> so you and Luke won a golden guitar together last year for the video of Long Way Round and I spotted that you're coming to Sydney, so I've got a ticket for it. Um, so you go to play at the Beer Shed in Campbelltown in a few months' time. Are you and Luke doing a series of shows or is this going to be a one-off? Oh, no, we are planning on doing a few more shows together because, um, well, anyone that came, it, I feel like it's kind of a, a secret, but it's really now not a secret because we played it in Tenworth. We may or may not have a new something coming out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I think if you played it in Tenworth, it's not a secret. <laughs> Bingo. It's kind of like, and I always feel like, oh, because it's Luke's, it's on you know, it's not oh. a good but we played it at my Tamworth show and also at his Tamworth show. <laughs> that so, cat is um, definitely out of the bag, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's out of the bag in a way, isn't it? Uh, but we'll still talk about it like no one knows. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> drum up the drama. But um, no, we, we are doing, we've got our show in Sydney and we're hoping to do a few more together as well. Uh, Mr. Luke is very popular. He's out on the road as well with the beautiful Limbo Tell. Yeah. And, um, and it's just, yeah, so we're trying to just put in the right scopes. Um, but there's something very exciting coming with, with Luke's, you know, his new project that's on the horizon. And, um, and I cannot wait because the amount of joy that, that whole long way round collaboration brings and, and brought mm. and it just kind of really solidified how our quirky friendship <laughs> and our quirky traits so it'll be really fun to be back out on the road with Luke. Yeah I think he does like what I might call the chat show format for shows like he, he likes having uh, you or Lynn there so there could be a bit of banter. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> There's so much banter and you know that nothing I remember we played one show and an audience member came up and was like are you okay? I'm like <laughs> yeah I am fine he's like a big brother that you just you know he's going to stir the pot and you stir it back that's quite okay have you seen him dance? <laughs> 
Yes, because as we discussed last year, he realised on the day of filming um, the video clip uh, Long Way Round that uh, he couldn't dance and sing at the same time. Uh, I'm devastated because Luke, um, he came and sang at the town hall show that I I played in the festival and I wish someone filmed him because apparently side stage before he was coming out as the surprise guest, he wasn't outside stage practicing or warming up, going like la 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 la. No, he was practicing his dance moves, <laughs> which I just think is hilarious. <laughs> Clearly, he wanted to get it right for you, which is great. Yes, he wanted yeah. to get it right, uh, and it still didn't happen. But that's okay. <laughs> but also, that's a very auspicious venue. Like, not many people get to play Tamworth Town Hall, so um, you know he, he would want to want to be getting it right there. Yes, exactly right. It was, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, and same thing too at the um, Golden Guitar Awards rehearsals, I was getting ready to do my run through of the song and I looked out through the curtains to see where Kiwi was with the two girl, our two girls and all I could see was Luke dancing with Harriet through the seats and I'm like, what is my world right now? <laughs> I think the moral of the story is he's getting dancing practice in wherever he can. Yeah, anywhere he can. Look out. Dancing with the stars may call us yet. <laughs> and there's still opportunity for him to show it off when you go on the road. So, But I have had you talking for a while. It is night time, Ashley. You have responsibilities and songs to write. So <laughs> go back like, to the safe. Go <laughs> back to the, the Paisley Park safe. Um, but, yeah, it's a wonderful song. Take a minute. It's um, thought-provoking and thoughtful, as your songs often are, beautifully sung and played. So I can't wait to hear the next few songs from the safe. Uh, yeah, well, thank you. There, there is, as Harriet said on the record, what's the next song? Um, and that was very much because there's a lot of new songs coming <laughs> She'll be pleased because she gets new material. That's, yes, yeah, she'll be very pleased. But thank Actually, you again for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And congratulations again on your golden guitar. It's brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.